0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our Service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Creams. want to thank Strange Brew again for their tremendous and generous donation they made uh, to us via the, uh, the Palmer Home Radiothon. That's awesome. That's what being a great Mississippian is all about. Make sure you pay them back with your loyalty. Anytime you're in Starville, the best way to start your day is with a drink from Strange Brew Coffee House, and the best way maybe to finish your meal. Get up from wherever you are and head over to Churn and Spoon and grab some delicious handmade ice cream. College Corner, Robbie, Robbie Falk. What am I wearing right this second?
1: You're wearing a shirt that says National Champions on it.
0: Well, would you Did someone like... win a national championship? Yes, Mississippi State. Uh, oh, how about that? How about that? The College Baseball National Championship. You can get your shirt at College Corner. Just go to collegecornerstore.com or to one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, they're in Flowood by the Half Shell, and you can check out some incredible National Championship merchandise. Shirts, hats, polos, they've got it all at College Corner. Humble Taco, one of Starville's hidden gems. Not enough people are talking about Humble Taco. It's not one of those places, because it's so new, it's so new, I get it. But when you get there, man, you're never going to forget it. It's one of the best restaurants in Starkville. Mexican fare with, a, with Mississippi roots, it is just really, really good stuff. Next time you're in Starkville, make sure that's on your, your to-do list. Right now, with the weather great, the patio is hopping. Grab yourself a couple of tacos and a handcrafted margarita, and that's a good time waiting to happen for you at Humble Taco. This is the, uh, This is the last show of the week that Robbie and I will do in person together. Uh, because i am headed uh, as soon as we get done here basically i'll be heading over to uh pack up and then head over to hoover alabama sec media day starts this week we will have thunder and lightning uh this week obviously we might have to push the rumblings back cuz i don't know how that would work over a zoom that seems like it would be a it might be a little bit we did
1: it we did it in omaha and it, you know we had we had part of it like cut out and we it had to redo great. it again yeah I'd rather not. Rather not. So
0: we'll, we'll figure it out. Don't, don't worry about that. But so, SEC Media Days, MSU going on Tuesday. That's a 1.30 start for Mike Leach, Austin Williams, and Aaron Brule. Poor Austin Williams. That guy. I mean, it's just like, hey, we have media opportunities, so Austin Williams, you are required by law to talk. <laughs> it's part of the university bylaws. It's part of the charter that Stephen, uh, Stephen Lee signed back in 1878 that Austin Williams had to represent all
1: football media opportunities. Poor guy. <laughs> I'm just glad he's not charging us ten thousand dollars. All right, let's talk about that for a second. First off,
0: let's, let's let's be honest about what this is. This is a booster giving money to a player under the guise of you're going to do an interview. There's no other way around that because TechSags didn't put up the money for this.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and I there's
0: no thi- there's no there is no way they can get that. Mo- they're not going to get enough engagement to make up for it.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I don't want to accuse a a fellow fan site of doing something like that, but that is so outrageous. That is so outrageous. Yeah. What are you going to get from anyone? If I talk to the President of the United States of America, Mm -hmm. there is nothing that I can get from that that is worth $10,000. Right. There is absolutely nothing that I can learn from the Texas A&M running back about his life. Yeah. That I feel is worth ten thousand dollars. Right. This is setting a precedent that is, I'll be
0: totally honest awful. with you, uh, and you can disagree if you want. You know, Texags is, is part of the Athletic. I'm kind of surprised the Athletic hasn't said no. You can't do this.
1: Are they really? I, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, uh,
0: Texas, all Texas A&M coverage from the Athletic runs through Texags.
1: Okay. Well, you know that in the past, one of the guys has been accused of. Not even accused. I mean, he was bragging about hanging out and that wasn't getting Texas, drunk. Though.
0: That was that was Giggum twenty four seven, wasn't
1: it? No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the guy that was getting drunk with Johnny Manziel and oh, okay. Billy Lucci. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. He's one of the guys that's involved. Yeah. With oh, he's this. the top guy there. So, I mean, it's a fan site, and it's it's almost uh, it's not even a fan site. They're just they're just fans. I mean, they're they're not a and m man. Because the guy I'm talking about was with Gig Taylor, Taylor Ham, who yes. was
0: basically recruiting for Texas A&M. Yeah, and I who,
1: think he rubbed uh, Kevin Sumlin the wrong way, right. from what I remember. And he was, you know, he was one I of our somebody, top guys. I think a recruit one time referred to
0: him as Coach Ham, <laughs> that was just sort of the unraveling there. And just a, just a note: one thing you can't do, and I'm, I'm not a fan site guy, obviously, but I know that you can't as a as a owner or any of those sites, you can't in, in, endorse or uh, induce recruits in any way, even with your words yep. to attend. You know, so let me give you an, an example of something that would like never happen. Like if Gene were to like go to a recruit and be like, hey, I think you ought to go to Mississippi State. Yeah, that can't happen. That's something that wouldn't be allowed to happen. So this guy was taking it even further than that from what I can tell. Um, but yeah, it A&M. seems to be a Texas A&M thing. <laughs> it's an A&M thing all the way around. But I'm just going to tell you right now, nobody on this roster is interesting enough that if I had the money, I would want to spend it. Like, but you, but you know what
1: they've done now. They've got we got Aaron Burles tweeting out some some uh, emojis, uh, quote tweeting this. Errol Thompson guys are now going to look at this and say, "Hey, I can make money asking people for interviews." I
0: well, mean, what, good that, luck.
1: You're setting a precedent here that's that's just not going to be reached. And I, I'm not going to pay anybody no. to do an interview. Now I, I've considered, and I think Ole Miss is doing this uh, the spirit. I've considered reaching out and maybe getting a guest column from a player or something yeah. like that, which I think would be really cool. And then you would be willing to pay a reasonable amount for fifty bucks or something like that. You know, that that's something that, that we might pay like an intern to write an article. Yeah. Um so I feel like that's reasonable. I'm not gonna pay five hundred dollars, a ten thousand dollars for someone to give me an interview. I'm just not. I will go to Twitter and I'll just be I'll just produce things like, I don't know, Saturday down south, or maybe even a place like the Clarion and Ledger. Uh, will we'll just just—I'll just start producing things that I see on Twitter, just for page views. So I'll just do that all the time. Yeah, I, I'm not going to stoop to that level. Don't to where you I'm think
0: that at least one athlete this week, though, will in, will have a product, will have some sort of product placement, or do something in their interviews where they talk about a product they are being paid to endorse? Now,
1: it, it would be smart for
0: it, this wh- is whoever's most- doing it. Especially a lot of these guys, like from Vanderbilt, yeah. uh, A lot of these linemen. This is the most cameras you're ever going to have on you. Yeah. So yeah, like if I'm Kenyon Green, I would have made a deal before I left College Station, staying Uh, with Texas A&M, I
1: guess. And you know, just this name, image, and likeness stuff. I feel like we're going to have at some point a happy medium with this. I don't think it's going to be as outrageous as we've made it out to be. I think right now you're just in the feeling out process and nobody really knows what to do, but you're going to see some parameters set here. I, I don't think, you know, you hear the thing about the wild, wild West and all that stuff. Well, all that stuff's already been going on already. You already yeah. have guys. Everybody's like, well, the Blue Bloods are now going to – well, uh, how much better can Alabama get? Yeah. They they have the number one recruiting class every single year yeah. with like 15 five-stars, so – uh, there's there's not much more room for them to grow and there's also, there's just more money to be made
0: also you know people are like well now those teams are going to start recruiting better than you know we're not going to be able to get those players what five stars is mississippi state missing out on state in its history has signed seven five star players
1: yeah they're not getting them they're, i mean alabama, I think, alabama still, think
0: has like 12 on the roster right now
1: everything's going to remain the same you're just there's going to be more money mm-hmm. floating around out there and yeah. that's why i I really believe that at some point, I don't know if it's going to be the conferences or what, but at some point you're going to have a a book of rules of this is what you can and can't do. It's coming, yeah. They're they're going to make it a lot clearer. This thing with the interviews I don't think is going to be a long-term deal. It can't be. It can't be. You can't do this. I agree.
0: Let's talk about what we're going to learn and not learn uh, this week at at, at SEC Media e Days. First off, I'm going to set an over-under for you. I want you to... Between the uh, the the main room and the internet room, over or under of four and a half of actual football related questions that Mike Leach will get.
1: Oh, it's going to be insufferable. This is something
0: to, we not... should everybody could have got out of their systems last year if we had media days, but they didn't. And so now, all of the people and look, the TV people who actually cover the teams, people like John Sokoloff here up here and, and Matt St. John. Saint Jean, I, I never know what it Jean. is. is it St. Jean, Jean. Yeah. thank you. Not, not. No offense, man. Courtney, Rob, Chris, Bolton, all of those guys—they do a great job. They're here. They cover the team. It's the ones that come in from the big markets and are never here, and they—they're like, "How can I get a sound bite for my for my my news report tonight?" And so that's the one. That, those are the ones who are going to ask who would win the battle royals, and you know, all the inane stuff that Leach is no doubt going to get. And it, I remember. I remember Moorhead's first year, and I was the only MSU person in the Internet room. Everybody else was in the main room. And I'm trying to ask the guy questions that I know my listeners want to know the answer to. <laughs> Football-related stuff. And they're asking him about, like, what would you like? What's your dream car? And, like, and, that's, a, and that's Joe Moorhead, who, as much as I like Joe,
1: pretty boring guy. It's going to be a madhouse with Leach. The, the TV room is going to be insufferable. Yeah, don't go the, in there. The egos in there trying to get their questions in and trying to, to be funny, it's just going to be really bad. I, I'm glad I'm not going to be part of that. But the main room's going to be bad, too. Touchdown Alabama's going to ask a question. Hey, you about, say that? Touchdown Alabama, they have a, a new... There's a new rule in place, I
0: believe, that if you aren't credentialed for games, then you can't be
1: credentialed for media day.
0: Is that right? I believe that's I, correct. That's I why Michael know. Borky's not coming. Wow.
1: Because he's not credentialed.
0: Richard and I are, but he's not.
1: So Touchdown Alabama is not
0: credential for games? Not to the extent of the number of people they normally
1: bring. But they're on Feinbaum like twice a week. Anyway. <laughs> so that, like, that should cut back on the... Maybe Feinbaum will be able to get them live streamed in. Maybe he could do a FaceTime with them and let them see that. That should cut back on the Touchdown Alabama. Hey Coach, Alabama, Touchdown Alabama. Saturday down south. Oh... Post. The guy from Saturday down, Saturday down South like posing as this like respected journalist. Like, guys, no. You do you – do, yeah. you, you try to get page views. Get it out of your I, system. Go ahead. I, I better not. All right. Um, but anyway, I, I just think that it's going to be – it's going to be rough. I, you know, it's going to be really – it's going to be – we're not going to learn hardly anything. We might have a question or two about Will Rogers or the quarterback competition, but he's going to be – very tight-lipped on that I don't think he's going to give any kind of he's going to tip his hand at all and to be honest with you I don't know if anything's settled there I I think that's going to be a pretty hotly contested battle between Jack Abraham and Will Rogers and maybe even Sawyer Robertson I would
0: put Sawyer Robertson in the uh... so I,
1: I don't know if he actually knows anything about that quarterback battle right now he hasn't been able to to really delve into that and to be quite frank with you he's Probably not even in Starkville right now. So that's, I mean, how much does he know his, his quarterbacks and kind of where things are right now anyway? Mm-hmm. But there, I doubt we learn much of anything from a football perspective this week. I think it's going to be, you know, um, Coach, if you were an actual pirate, what would your name be? Mm-hmm. Um, would yeah. you have a leg or not have a leg? Would yeah. you wear an eye patch? What
0: would you name your parrot?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be, the. like I said, the TV room is going to be just awful. It's gonna be bad.
0: We'll learn more football related from the players, from Bruley yeah. and from uh, from Austin Williams. I am interested. You know, how much of of Zach Arnett's personality do you think Aaron Bruley will bring? Will he bring the you know? Wow, we're not very good, and we got a lot of work to do. Or will he be a little bit more? And he's he's two years <laughs> in. now. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, sometimes players take on the uh, the nature of their coaches from time to
1: time. I tell you what, I'm going to ask him if Zach Arnett is, is really like that is at all times. Or is he working us? Yeah. I want to know if this is an act. hmm is, is this guy really, like, does he tell the players that they're they're just no good and they've got a long way to go and all You're this stuff? You're nothing but trash. <laughs> is he cutting a promo on these guys every single day? All this trash out here, brother, <laughs> reminds me of this defense. <laughs> That's what's happening. I tried to be the nice guy. Yeah. I showed up in Starville. I was the nice guy, but no, nobody showed me the respect that I deserve. So that, like, I don't know if we're gonna. If, I don't know if that's the real Zach Garnett or if he's this, you know, easygoing. Like I'm just breaking things down in the film room. We're working on everybody's game. I got to find that out from yeah. Aaron Burleigh. And he he's he cuts to the chase. I mean, yeah, Austin Williams talks like a coach. Yes, he does. He he's very that's why he's coming. I mean, every game that Mississippi State lost this year, you can count on it. Austin Williams, who was the other one? Kobe Jones. And Errol Thompson. Errol Thompson. Yeah. That, those were the guys that, that MSU brought to the press conferences because they knew that they were not going to say anything dumb and they could give you you know some good quotes. Austin is going to, to give us the coach-speak answers. I feel like Aaron Brule will say pretty much whatever's on his mind. So I've, I've got to know.
0: Who's not coming that you'd like to talk to? I mean, is Will Rogers for sort of the obvious answer?
1: Yeah, I would love to talk to Will Rogers more. I mean, I don't feel like he's going to slip up and say anything bad, but I, I get it from Mike Leach's perspective. Coaches that are offensive-minded and that work with quarterbacks a lot, they like to protect those guys, and not only protect them from us or you know questions protect. that we have, protect them for themselves. Yeah, um, that. Y- y- Sometimes you don't want those guys to come out and and kind of get a big head and all that stuff. And a lot of times, talking to the media, you know, we're we're not that cool or interesting or important. But when you talk to the media, there is you know a sense of entitlement that kind of comes about you for some guys too. Uh, that you know people actually want to talk to you and hear your thoughts on stuff. So I, I think a lot of that is Michael Leach just wants to keep those guys grounded. But I'd love to hear more from Will Rogers because he is a really good quote. And I'd love to hear about his perspective of the first year and a half.
0: Let's, let's, let's continue this discussion. Let's move on into that. Thanks to our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Remember, all you've got to do to find Welcome Home Beef's great products here in Starkville is head over to Val's Marketplace right there on Highway 12. The steaks, the burgers, the roasts, and all the great cuts are right there in the butcher's case. And anything you're looking for, they can cut fresh and save you a little, a little bit. Uh, in your pocketbook. So, just go over to Val's Market and hit them up there. And, of course, they've got marketplaces all across the state uh, coming up with great Welcome Home Beef products. They're in Corinth, uh, Olive Branch, Pontotoc, Collinsville, and many other cities in this great state. If your local grocery store isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef, well, you need to find out why. Give them a call and call Welcome Home Beef as well, 662-268-8148, or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers smoked meats. I have just been told that there's a Two Brothers uh, arrangement for Robbie and I this week. That's exciting news. Anytime I get to go to Two Brothers is a good time. The best barbecue in the city of Starkville. But it's a lot more than just barbecue when you go in there. Don't just don't be locked into barbecue. It's smoked Southern soul food. Serve with a smile. Great people. Great place. Great atmosphere. Don't miss a trip to Two Brothers the next time you're in Starkville. Advantage Business Systems makes it very simple for you. They've got a catalog of services, products, technology, everything your business needs to operate with more profits and less problems. And then they back everything that they sell you up with the best customer service. They treat you like a neighbor, and that's what they are. They've been working here in this state for nearly 50 years with Mississippians just like you. Call them today. Find out how they can help your business take off. That number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business.
1: Give me... Go ahead. So, while you're reading off all that, it's not that I don't respect all those places because I love them very much, Mm -hmm. but I've heard it so often sometimes I go through my Twitter when you're reading that. I remember this whenever I was in college, but did you know that Machine Gun Kelly, the notorious criminal, was a, a Mississippi State student? I did know that. So I I remember reading about rapper. that. Right. I remember reading about that in the Reflector several years ago, but I was just going through my Twitter and the Alumni Association just tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten all about that. How about that? Yeah. Mississippi State we has... We have Machine Gun Kelly. They have Swag Kelly.
0: I think we win again.
1: That's right. Dogs win again. And and he was he was born on July 18th and died on July 18th. Not the same year, obviously. It's... it's, it's uh, <laughs> But it's his birthday. It's just why it was tweeted
0: out. Congrats to him for not dying on his birthday, <laughs> or die. He did die on his birthday. I guess he
1: didn't die on the same day. The oh, same day, though. Good so job. a lot of a lot of notorious criminals <laughs> out there that went to Mississippi State. What do they say? It's like... Brandon Walker. <laughs> 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 I got you. Breathe, Brian.
0: I got you. <laughs> going to pass out. <laughs> ah, ah, I've seen the
1: lights. You got me good. You win that round, Robbie Falk. I had to get him for him taking a shot at you and wrestling about your battle against cholesterol. Or oh, yeah. yeah. He deserves it.
0: <laughs> Gosh, that was good. That was really good. All right, then. I was going to make something profound there, but not now. Um, Storylines. You know, if we could talk to Mike Leach, and, you know, hopefully we'll get the opportunity, get a little inside baseball. They normally set aside some time for local media to meet with the coach. Uh, That's been the case with Joe Morehead. It was the case, I think, with Dan Mullen. Uh, Hopefully that will continue with Mike Leach. When we can ask him football related questions, you know, quarterback battle is the obvious one. What else are we asking him?
1: I want to know how, if anything, has changed with his preparation with this team now that he had a, a spring and moving into the fall does anything change with how he prepares his team cuz i feel like last year and this is just me guessing i feel like last year he had to speed up the process of implementing the air raid i mean he can he couldn't have done what he normally does in installing that offense um there there's just no way that he could just he could have had the same schedule So I would like to know how things change for him now that he's had the spring and even last year. I mean, a lot of guys got experience in it last year. How have things changed for this team this year? And does he see any differences in in how the team is reacting to implementing the air raid and preparing itself for the season.
0: Yeah, you know, we talked so much about Leach and about repetition. Repetition, rep- that, that was like the watchword, right? Yeah. Uh, of how his offense, this is how you master his offense, it's through repetition. This is the first time he's had the, the full calendar year to get repetitions. He had bowl practices. He had spring practice. He's had the offseason. He'll have training camp. By the way, are you with me on the, on the training camp thing? We're not calling it fall camp.
1: We're calling it training camp? Yeah, it's not fall. Uh. Okay. You know that's going to be tough for me. You can I, break. I call you can it the fall. I call it the fall because we have we have Ju- June, July workouts. It's not fall though. But it, I get that it's
0: a fall semester. I but it's that.
1: it's preparation for the fall. So that's just training camp. We're going <sighs> the NFL route on this. Come on now, stay with us. It <sighs>
0: might be tough. It might be I, tough I for I me to but for I will. It. I will try. try for you. But anyway, you've got all that now. Will Rogers is taking all these snaps. All the receivers of the, the timing should be there. There, there shouldn't be, you know, the the issues you saw last year of just missed assignments, especially on the offensive line. Those should not be; those should be a thing of the past for Mississippi State. That, that's, I agree with you. That's definitely the number one question. I guess if I had another one offensively, I want to talk about the running backs.
1: Yeah, like,
0: you know, Jaquavius jo- Marks caught enough passes last year that he should have been well over a thousand yards. Instead, he had like three hundred yards receiving because. Every time he caught the ball was, you know, how can you get them more involved positively? It's one catches are great, but if you're, if
1: you're catching the ball for for a gain of one, I don't care. I think how, the big, how can we get him down the field a little bit? I mean, the biggest thing we saw, and we we did talk about this the other day when we were talking about the mm-hmm. receivers. You, you, it was like their last checkdown, like it it was like they they had gone through all their progressions, and now we just dump the ball off to the running back who's just standing there by himself on the sidelines and there's a linebacker standing right in front of his face so I feel like to get the running back more involved and you know maybe maybe he thinks differently on this but I feel like you just got to get the ball out quicker and get the get the running back the ball when he's already in stride that seems like the the obvious thing for Mississippi State if you want to have success with your running backs because I mean how many times do we look up and the running back is standing over there by himself and they Dump the ball off to him, and you know Marks gets hit right when he catches the ball. Mm. I mean, th- there was just no opportunities for yards after the catch with those guys. I mean, Dylan Johnson could get a little more because he's built a little a little more to handle some hits. But yeah, I mean, if the, if the running back's going to get the ball that much, you got to find some opportune oppor- opportune opportunities. Okay? Is that?
0: It's not really, but we'll go with okay. it. Okay,
1: you got to find some some more opportunities for those guys yes. to create big plays. I agree defensively, you know, obviously Zachary is not going to be there, and that's another fun
0: part of this, is that Mike Leach is going to have some really general answers for what's going on defensively, because he's just not that involved with it, but defensively, what are our storylines, what are our questions? Give me two.
1: Um, who's who's taking over? For me, I, I want to know who's taking over the room um, defensively. Who is Who's your defensive leader? Last year's Unquestionably it was Errol Thompson. Mm-hmm. who are the guys? And Kobe Jones to a yeah, Kobe certain Jones. Yeah. who are the guys or who is the guy that the players are are listening to? who's the guy in the middle of the huddle? and, and also your defensive back rotation or your defensive back depth? How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean you d- you did lose a huge piece in the middle with Errol Thompson, but I also feel good about you know Nate Watson stepping in. I feel like the linebackers will be okay, but that's that's another group too that you need to find some depth there. Defensive line should be solid, I think, but uh, I you know I, I really want to know who is the leader of that defense. I think for me, I'm interested in the back end of the defense. You know who's yeah. your,
0: who's your third corner? Who is yeah. you know what's your safety rotation going to look like? You got guys there, but do you have guys you trust? Um, and then. Honestly, I want to know about Nathan Pickering, you know, opted out last season. Is he is he back to where he was more in 2019 where I thought he was becoming one of the bright young stars in the SEC? Is he back there at, at to, that, to that level? Because if he is, I mean, that's a big piece for Mississippi State. That's a guy that you can sort of – we've talked so many times before about how even though he's a first-round pick and an All-American, Jeffrey Simmons was sort of underrated because everything that the 2018 defense did, it started with two guys had to block him. Yep. If Nathan Pickering can be a guy that two guys have to block, everything else becomes a little bit easier for Mississippi State. So that's something I would be interested in in, in finding out. We'll see. All right. So this week, uh, Sports Talk Mississippi live in Hoover on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Sports Talk Mississippi will be live at Trustmark Park uh, down there in Pearl for the unveiling of the new equipment trucks for Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and USM that KLLM is donating to the universities. I'm very. Those should be very cool, so I'm excited to see those. Uh, will I take a picture in the big rig if I'm allowed to? 100% yes. Uh, will I try to run over Richard Cross? We'll Maybe. See. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then Friday, sort of back to normal then. But that said, uh, next week on Sports Talk, I'll give you a little preview. Richard and Borky will be gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's the Brian at Show. Let's go. Really? Yeah. They're just going to let you do it yourself? I have a, pr- a producer down there, and that's it. I may need some guests, though, so keep your schedule free. You're going to have to do three hours by yourself. Well, I have
1: my producer. I'm going to get some interviews. Don't worry. I'll make it work. I might listen to it. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. How, how many questions did y'all have to ask Will Bednor the other day? I didn't get a chance to listen to that. Uh like, six, he, like five or six. He, he, he's a short answer guy. He is. He is. I mean, you could. T- I mean, he hasn't done
0: a ton of interviews, obviously. No. So, but I thought his inter- his answers were good. They were funny. He said the thing he's looking forward to buying is air conditioning, and uh, we'll see how it goes. He wants to buy air conditioning. He, does, he never had air conditioning growing up in his house in Pittsburgh. Are you serious? In the north, they don't. A lot of places don't have air conditioning in the north. I didn't know that. Well, because you don't really need it after like you know September. That's true. September through May, you don't need air conditioning. Up
1: there. There's a house uh, in, in Webster. Orleans, no, in Webster something. County. Yeah. Go if you go through U you and you're going towards Calhoun City and in yeah. uh, Oxford. Yeah. There's a house built into the side of a hill. Okay. It has, as far as I know, it's it, when it was first built, it didn't have air conditioning. It. It's like always like sixty five degrees in there because it's inside the well. I don't know, know who building. lives there, but I will pay them a lot of money to live in there. Yeah. Building. So it, they, from what I understand, I've never been in the house, but from what I understand, the place just is that temperature the whole the whole year. And I guess you can have like uh, maybe somebody built a chimney in there or something. You can have a fire if you want to. But uh, I always thought that place was interesting growing up because it goes out towards where my grandparents live. So. That's cool. I I didn't know that. Just a little side story there. There you go.
0: All right. So that's sort of you know setting up the next two weeks for you guys, and then of course the week after next is when fall camp starts, or training camp. I'm sorry. So I got to do it. I I, got to work on it. So that's yeah. We got a lot lot going on in the next couple of weeks. Again, thanks to the baseball team. They really they they helped us so much by going to win the national title. Yeah, that was huge. That saved saved the content train growing.
1: Especially at Startville Daily, when I'm having to write about, uh, you know. U triple S A and stuff like that. Nothing wrong with that stuff, but that's just that's the kind of things that I have to start covering. You know, I've covered six year old baseball before. Whenever state's done with their Mm -hmm. run, uh, you know, I I have to cover things like that. So, all
0: right, talk to you guys tomorrow from Hoover. Also, a couple other things. Uh, We'll be doing. um, I'll be on. Richard and I will both either be on Gallo and JT every day this week. I plan. To do, I think I want to do a green room as well from SEC Media Day, so that that can be fun. Uh, and then anything else, you know, we'll be trying to get interviews and stuff like that. So if you're not following Sports Talk Mississippi on Twitter, please do so right now at Sports Talk Miss, and uh, there's a lot of good content coming your way this week. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to the Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi ah! media production.